0: Hello podcast friends. Thank you so much for coming back to the Financial Wealth and Health Podcast. My name is Isabel Clausen, a financial advisor at Desert Wealth Management, and I'm a fellow young professional who wants to help other young professionals work toward financial freedom. Through my education and experience of being a financial advisor, combined with the fact that I'm also a young person myself and I know what other young people are going through. I understand just how much you desire financial freedom as well. Freedom from financial worry, financial debt, and financial fears. Through this podcast, I seek to help you work toward financial freedom by focusing on financial health. I truly believe that in order to become financially wealthy and financially free, you need to be financially healthy. Let's grow our financial wealth and health together. In today's podcast episode, I'm answering the question I received my first promotion, now what? This is one of the many questions in our Now What series, and I'm really excited to talk more about this topic. And I'm gonna be sharing seven ideas of what you can consider after you've received your first promotion. Number one, update your time budget. Number two, write down your goals. Number three, invest in yourself. Number four, find a new hobby. Number five, focus on your health. Number six, update your money budget. And number seven, update your automatic savings transfers. Let's dive in. All right, so first we have on here to consider updating your time budget. Now, when you get your first promotion, you're probably going to have more responsibilities and you'll either have to spend more time at work or or spend your time more intense and concentrated on those tasks. And so either way, you'll most likely have to have a little bit more time management in your life, whether you already have it, and that's probably a reason you got promoted, but either way, you're either going to have to stick with it or increase your time management. There's a couple ways that you could work on this. You could have a habit tracker so you could write down a couple goals of what habits you want to implement. Maybe you want to read the news earlier in the morning. Maybe you don't want to be on your phone as much during work. Maybe you don't want to let a certain amount of time fly by before you respond to an email. Perhaps it's I'm going to respond to an email within three hours, whatever it is, write down your list of habits and then track when you do them. That way you could see the habits forming right in front of your eyes, whether it, whether it's on a notebook or whether it's on a Word document or a different type of notes template. Seeing the habit grow and grow is something that's awesome. And I think habit trackers are a great way to actually see the progression of the habit. Another way you could increase your time management is to set work and rest timers. This is something that is very effective in my own personal work life, and also when it comes to taking care of my home, I I definitely use work and rest timers a lot. For example, you could set a timer to work really hard for 45 minutes, getting a lot done, staying super focused, and then set a timer for 15 minutes to rest, recharge, get a snack, whatever it is. Maybe you could do a one-hour timer of work, a 10-minute timer of rest, maybe a 30-minute timer for work, and a five-minute timer for rest. Whatever it is, having a work and rest timer can be awesome because it could give you to look forward to that rest time, very similar to a high-intensity interval training workout. That is one of my personal favorite ways to work out, and I love it because you get to do a circuit really fast, really hard, really intense for 45 seconds and then you get a 15 second break. So very similar with your work life. On that same note with working hard towards something, perhaps working toward a fun daily activity, whether that means working towards getting your work done so you go do a fun workout or go play pickleball or go on a fun drive or hang out with friends, or maybe your work life gives you some flexibility to take a break in the day. Whatever it is working toward a fun daily activity, whether it's the beginning, Middle or end of the day is awesome. For some people, that might be a morning workout or maybe a morning cup of coffee. So, you want to make sure you get your work done soon enough so that you can go to bed at a good time to have that morning type of activity you look forward to. But having that activity is a great way to get your work done, to stay focused, and that all these things can really help increase your time management, regardless of what job or industry you are in. Alrighty, number two, write down your goals. Now there's this awesome Forbes article all about some ideas you could consider once you land your first promotion. And one of the ideas that this Forbes article shares is to write down your goals. And I'm going to be sharing a direct quote from this article that I really want to read to you guys today because I thought it was really helpful. So this article says, let's say you get promoted on a Thursday afternoon and your boss tells you that you'll be starting your new role the following Monday. On Friday, the following day, gather as much information as possible about the new position, what you'll be responsible for, and where different matters currently stand. Then, over the weekend, start to set some short-term and long-term goals, both for yourself and for your new position. These goals will obviously change over time, but having some sort of roadmap will help you tremendously when things inevitably get hectic. I really enjoyed reading this article, especially this section about writing down your goals. Because when your new job gets hectic, when things get busy, when it gets hard, you want to refer back to your goals as motivation to know why you're even doing this, as well as what main things to focus on and prioritize when it gets really noisy and loud and hectic. Having that North Star and that guiding light in the middle of your crazy workday can really help you when it comes to keeping your cool and staying calm and collected within the new responsibilities. All right, number three, the third thing you consider doing once you've received that first promotion is to invest in yourself. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have heard the phrase lifestyle inflation, and that pretty much means you increase spending when you increase your income. And a lot of people talk about the negative aspect of lifestyle inflation, but I don't think lifestyle inflation is innately bad. I think that it's okay in moderation. Because of course, if you're making more money, you're probably working more and so you're probably going to have different needs that you want to fill because you're working harder. So in some ways, you probably should increase your spending a little when you increase your income so you could have the strength, the motivation, the time, and the resources to keep working hard. But you shouldn't increase your spending too much because when that happens, you could get into a little bit of trouble. There's an article from Investopedia all about lifestyle inflation, and it opens opens up saying lifestyle inflation refers to an increase in spending when an individual's income goes up. Lifestyle inflation tends to become greater every time an individual gets a raise and can make it difficult to get out of debt, save for retirement, or meet other big picture financial goals. Lifestyle inflation is what causes people to get stuck in a cycle of living paycheck to paycheck, where they have just enough money to pay the bills every month. I think this opening part of the article explains it really well that lifestyle inflation can get out of hand because it could cause people to live paycheck to paycheck because if you're always spending as much as you are making then you're not going to really get ahead on saving now this investopedia article shares that lifestyle inflation can also be caused not just by receiving a promotion or a raise but also from graduating college when you start that first job and get that first salary you should still be saving your money The last direct quote I will share from this Investopedia article is that lifestyle inflation can result in situations where people place great emphasis on the acquisition of objects in order to achieve happiness. And that's where I think there's another negative side to lifestyle inflation is a lot of the satisfaction and contentment it's placed on having tangible objects. But what's important to know is, With new responsibilities and the extra level of intensity that comes with a job promotion, you probably want to recharge. And one way to recharge isn't just with tangible objects, it's also with experiences. It's also with having a little bit more time, more ease. And this article shares that people should invest their time into more meaningful moments than just items. And that's really the crux of what I'm sharing in this point, all about investing in yourself. Don't just invest in yourself in the tangible items. Invest in yourself with the intangible items. A fun trip, a nice dinner out with your friends or loved ones, maybe taking an online class to fill up that bucket of learning that you probably want outside of work. So as you do invest in yourself, Don't go too crazy in the lifestyle inflation realm, but know that a little bit of lifestyle inflation is not bad because it's in moderation and you get to live out that 80-20 rule. What I mean by the 80-20 lifestyle is you're not going 0% saving 100% spending or 100% saving and 0% spending. It's having that balance of very similar to in the health and fitness world, people say 80-20 a lot. And what that really means is 80% of the time eat healthy food and 20% of the time have fun and don't be too restrictive. Very similar with budgeting. Alrighty, number four, find a new hobby. Oftentimes when you get that new job, like I've been saying many times, it could be more intense and more stressful. So you perhaps will want to fill up your cup by finding a new hobby. And this definitely goes with number five, focus on your health. Maybe your new hobby could be an aspect of your health. I have a lot of friends as well as my fiance who's taken up pickleball as one of their new hobbies and they love it so much. And it's a great way as work gets more and more rigorous as you get older to have that hobby and especially being active can help you by increasing your endorphins, getting you moving, helping you feel good and take your mind off work. Now, number six, update your money budget. I think this is very important. And as you can probably tell, the first five main ideas were all about lifestyle, health, habits, all of that. But number six and seven are about finance. And I'm excited to talk about those. So updating your money budget is so important. And I've included two budget Excel spreadsheets linked in the show notes below. And I encourage you to download them. I would recommend you download them on your computer because if you download them on your phone, the formatting may be a little off, but one of them is just a standard budget. One of my favorite ways to budget. I finally made a very simple, but also comprehensive Excel spreadsheet of my favorite way to budget, and I really wanna share it with you guys today. That's just a general budget, but then the second spreadsheet talks about how your budget will shift when you get your first promotion. And so you type in a couple inputs of what percentage raise you have, and it gives some ideas on how your saving and spending percentages and dollar amounts can change as well. So I hope that you guys enjoy those budgets. I will dive into it a little bit here, but if you do have questions specifically about the spreadsheets, please feel free to email me at isabel.clawson at lpl.com and I'll answer your questions. Now, this is where if you manage this step well, you will probably avoid most of the negative effects of lifestyle inflation because what happens to a lot of people is let's say they get a 10% raise. In their head, technically, they should be saving 10% more and then they could give themselves the opportunity to also spend 10% more. But usually what happens is people end up saving not nearly enough and spending way more then the percentage of their promotion. And everything goes wrong. But for now, under this step, I'll be sharing an example of someone who is making $70,000 a year, and let's say they got a 10% raise, so now they make $77,000 a year. So let's say this person is named Sally. Let's say when Sally was making $70,000 a year, she was saving about $1,160 every single month, and she was spending $1,000 a month on fun expenses. Okay, well, if she's now making $77,000 a year, she's choosing to increase her savings amount by 10% to now save about $1,280 every month and spending $1,100 every month on fund expenses. She gets to save more and spend more because she increased her spending and saving by the same percentage of her promotion. This way, she could work towards staying in balance and still meeting her goals, but also having fun. If your budget is too restrictive, you will not meet your goals. And if your budget is too excessive, you will also probably not reach your goals. But if you are living more of a balanced approach, you are very much more likely to work toward your goals in an effective way. All right, number seven we're going to be sharing to wrap up this podcast episode is to update your automatic savings transfers. I know a lot of you probably knew I was gonna share this because I do share this a lot in a lot of these podcast episodes. But one of the reasons is because when we're young professionals and we start saving from a young age, the compound interest of our investments will help us so much in the long run. So once you realize, okay, I'm gonna increase my savings by 10%, or maybe you wanna increase your savings more, who knows, wherever you're at, once you've decided how much you wanna increase your savings percentage, automatically update that in your savings transfers, whether it's to an investment account or a savings account, get that set up automatically. So you don't even have to think about it every month of how much do I need to save? Can I actually save that? Did I spend too much of that? Nope, set up your automatic savings transfers. And this way you kind of give an internal cap to your spending because you know how much you're saving every month. And that'll also help you work toward those spending and savings goals. So I hope that you all enjoyed this podcast episode. For any of you that have recently gotten a promotion or you're thinking you will get one soon, congratulations. It is very competitive out there and the fact that you are a young person working up the ladder in your career is amazing. So congratulations. And before you do go, I once again wanna chat a little bit more about financial planning and how you can work with me if you have financial questions or goals. Maybe you just got that first promotion And you kind of want to know what to do now that you have extra money. And even if you find yourself overthinking your budget or feeling overwhelmed with information about investing, or maybe you feel like you have a lot of financial fears and worries about money, I believe that financial planning is a great option for you. And I'd really be honored to help coach you in your financial life. At Desert Wealth Management, we do offer very affordable financial planning packages to help guide you and support you to live the way you want to live. We really make the effort to take time to understand who you are and what you care about so that we can answer any questions, understand your fears and habits about your financial life, and really help you work toward those financial goals. So if you are interested in learning more about taking part in one of our financial planning programs, you could visit our website at www.desertwealth.net slash financial planning. The link is also in the show notes below, and I'm really excited to start working with you in your finance journey. Once again thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode we'll chat more next week and i hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day bye-bye the opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual to determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. All investing involves risk, including loss of principle. No strategy assures success or protects against loss.